A garrison is a safe place where an army gathers. In the same way, the Disability Garrison podcast is a place for the army of disability rights advocates to gather and discuss complex issues. We are unafraid to identify problems in our world and have difficult conversations about them. But we are not just here to complain. We spend our time brainstorming solutions with generals in the disability rights movement. Together, we take action to make positive change and lead the fight for justice and equality. My name is Hallie Carmichael. My name is Michael Murray. This is the Disability Garrison. Welcome to the special edition of the Disability Garrison. If you're joining us for the first time, if you're coming back after a while, we're happy that you're here. We do encourage you to go back and listen to episode six. This is the second episode in a three-part mini-episode series with our dear friend, the Honorable Tony Coelho. For these three special episodes, we're not posing a problem and then giving solutions like we normally do. Rather, Holly and I are listening to Tony talk about various parts of his life and the impact that he's had on America, frankly. So everything he experienced eventually led to him becoming the primary author of the Americans with Disabilities Act. So in tandem with these episodes, we're also running this super awesome campaign called the I Can Campaign on GT Independence's Facebook page. We want to hear from you. What are some of the things that have had a huge impact in your life because of the ADA? So thanks to the ADA, I can. We're looking for your submissions, so keep them coming. Uh, Visit our website for more information on gtindependence.com. So without further ado, here's the episode. My high school superintendent was like a father to me. I wasn't that close to my father. He was like a father to me. And, and he said to me, he said, you got to get out of here. you you got to yeah. go to Los Angeles. or you got to get away from a little small town, 3,000 people. And he said, you got to get out of here. So I went to Loyola University, Los Angeles. Now Loyola Marymount University. So I, I go there and I'm this country bunkin who uh, you know I wasn't these that doctors. is really hard to envision <laughs> <laughs> these well, everybody there was from private schools most right. of them right. and they were all you know a lot of them were Jesuit schools and so forth so I go there and in classes they would be talking about this book or this author and so forth. I never heard of the book or the author and so I would make notes and then quickly go to the library and find out who this was and so forth. It, it was exciting and yeah. fun, but it was, oh, my God, you know, I didn't think yeah. I could do different it. different world. But I did very well. So at the end of my freshman year, they wanted me to run for sophomore class president. And so I did and won. And I beat the <laughs> candidate from the elite schools. And we, in our, the campus crowd, won the seat. So everybody was all excited. Then I became social chairman. Then I became student body president. So that's, and I was student body president in high school too. So, but the point is I, I really felt accepted, felt part of it. I was just excited because um, I'd have my seizures. Nobody cared. Um, And uh, so anyhow, it was all great. And then Kennedy um, got assassinated and it was my, um, 63, and um, I graduated in June of 64. So this was in my senior year, and it hit me really hard. It just hit me like a 
on bricks. And I didn't uh, shave, bathe for several days. I just was really into it. As a result of that, I said um, that I'm not going to pursue being a trial lawyer, that um, I'm going to try to do something public service-wise to do what Kennedy did and so forth. So I'm thinking, 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 and ultimately I decide what I really want to do, I want to become a Catholic priest. I want to become a Jesuit. Um, I love the Jesuits. They're they're the scholars of the church and just really left, really right. (laughs) So I basically announced that um, I'm going to go into seminary. Um, and I always say to the shock of my girlfriend of five years mm-hmm. and my fraternity brothers knew better that I was a very active frat man. And so um, I, I announced and it was a big thing. Um, the Jesuits getting somebody with student body president, and right. good grades and so forth and so on. Um, and so that's what I was going to do. So graduated, uh, outstanding senior, blah, 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 blah. And um, then I've got to get my medical exam. Mm -hmm. So I go to the doctor, Dr. John Doyle Sr. in Los Angeles, and he does uh, all the tests and so forth. He says, well, have you ever heard the word epilepsy? And I said, no. He said, that's what you have. So that was the first time. First time. So he then tells me what it is and so forth. So I tell him what my family's put him, put me through. And he then explains the stigma and what, it, what my family was going through and what I was going through. And he puts it all together. And he says, uh, well, I have some good news and bad news. The good news is, this is 1964. So the good news is you're 4F in military bargain. That means you can't serve in the military. Mm. So you're 4F, so that's the good news. Vietnam, yeah. 1964. Yeah. So that was the good news. He said, the bad news is, is that uh, the Catholic Church adopted in 400 AD uh, can law that says, if you have epilepsy or possessed by the devil, you cannot be a priest. Now, I was thrilled in one way thrilled in that I knew what it was because I was yeah. having these yeah. spells and not knowing Didn't what the heck it was. So I was thrilled that now I knew what it was. And the Jesuits were saying to me, look, you could become a brother, a Jesuit brother. You're not a priest, but you can really do things and so forth. Now I knew what a brother was. Um, means that you don't get to do much. Yeah. Right? Right. yeah. And they said, well, you know, we're working on trying to get it changed and, you know, uh, we can work on getting it changed and so, you know, join us. So, no, I'm not, not interested in, in doing that. I wonder if we can skip forward in your story a little bit, just for a moment, but talk a little bit about your meeting with the Pope, <laughs> because I think that that has played yeah. so much into your <laughs> ministry. And it, and it has led to a substantial change. So I get elected to become House Majority Whip. And with that... Uh, For our listeners who might not know what a whip is. Can uh, the it? whip is a British term. Uh, Whippum is what it was. And it was the dogs and, uh, and the uh, uh, horsemen who uh, 
went out and they whipped uh, to, to get the dogs to do the things they're supposed to do. <laughs> so the Brits uh, came up with the term whip because what you're doing is you're whipping folks to get the votes that you yeah. need to have. You know, <laughs> so yeah. that's a, it's a British term, and so the House, of course, uh, our government, British-based, uh, we took that uh, title, and um, uh, so it's in the House of Representatives. It's the Speaker, it's then the Majority Leader. And then it's the whip and the power structure um, in uh, in each of the parties. So so I'm now elected uh, majority whip, and with that you get to go to uh, three different countries, take a delegation. Um, I'm not sure what they do today. I know they do some, but not as much as we did before. But you go to three countries. So uh, obviously, my first choice is Portugal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because I'm not, you know, I'm not that bad. I know it's going to be red carpeted, the first highest ranking Portuguese American in the history of the country, <laughs> and yeah. you know, and so forth. There's a state dinner, and they're going to do all these wonderful things. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to take my friends with me because you could take a delegation. Yeah, and that would be great, right? So that's what I want to do. And then the State Department gets to pick the second country, and the second country was. Morocco, to meet, um, to meet with the king, because the Portuguese and the Moroccans were working on some things in the, for the Middle East, um, and I was to uh, transfer some stuff. So I said, I've never met the king, I've never met a king, so this might be yeah, fun. So, so I say that I want to go to the Vatican, and that I want to meet the Pope. You know, <laughs> I just don't want to go to the Vatican, I want to meet the Pope. Yeah. And so... We go to uh, fly into the Vatican. That's the first stop because that's the only day the Pope could meet with me. So we land in Vatican, which is a country, by the way, and we land there. We go to the uh, to the Vatican, and we're in this room, and uh, the Pope walks in, and um, we all stand up, of course, and he sits down. We sit down, and now it's up to me. So I have to go to the podium and speak. Now, I have a philosophy that whenever you get a podium, it doesn't have to be a wooden thing or steel thing. Whenever you get an opportunity that you are speaking, everybody else is listening. That's a podium in my view. Whenever you get the podium, you got to say the truth, right? Mm-hmm. So I read this very boring speech that the State Department <laughs> and the Vatican has approved. I go through reading it. It's awful speech. So I go through it. I get through with it. And I say, Your Holiness, I could not live with myself if I didn't say something personal. Quiet in the room. Everybody's quiet. Because everybody knows you're not supposed to say this. You're not supposed to do this. And the minions, his minions around the room go, (laughs) My delegation is looking up at me like, Oh no, here he goes. He's crazy. Here he goes. Um, And Phyllis, my wife, uh, at the time is is in shock because she knows what I could do so she's kind of <laughs> this is the Pope you know like yeah. be careful yeah. so I say your holiness I could not live my father and say something personal and I said as a young man I decided I wanted to become a Catholic priest I was denied entry because in 400 AD uh, the Catholic Church adopted a canon law that said 
that if you have epilepsy, you're possessed by the devil, you can't be a priest. I think that's very unchristian of our church, and I wish you'd look into it. And I, so I sit down. He then speaks, and he reads the very boring speech with no comments, just reads a very boring speech. So then we take a bunch of pictures, and when we get through, he gets up. Phyllis and I walk him to the door. He's holding her hand, and we get to the door. He turns and blesses her. He turns to me, does not bless me. And he says, young man, I heard your comments, and turns around and walks away. Now, as a Catholic, the Pope not blessing you tells you, in my view, you're going straight to hell. No, <laughs> I'm agreeing. That's not a good thing. Oh, wow. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. I spoke what I mm -hmm. felt, yeah. and that I felt good about. And I hope I didn't offend him, but that's the way it is. Yeah. Two years later, I hear that canon law has been changed to permit <laughs> uh, individuals with epilepsy to become priests. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't know when that happened because nobody ever told me. Yeah. But, sure. But I found out about it two years later. Exciting. Whether I did or did not have an impact, I know what I did. Mm -hmm. And I know that he heard. Yeah. Um, according to him, I heard. <laughs> but what it symbolizes, in my view, is that I always believe that you should speak up to power. Thank you for joining part two of this three-part mini-episode with Tony Coelho. Um, we're releasing a new episode every Tuesday in February. And then on 2-22-22, we're going to cap it all off with this incredible deep dive into the ADA with Tony. Uh, so don't forget to enter yourself into the I Can campaign. Tell us, what is the ADA meant to you? So for more information, head to our website at gtindependence.com. We look forward to you joining us again for this three-part series. And again, thank you for being a part of the Disability Garrison.